You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. We're talking Nationals baseball today with Jamal Collier, our Nats reporter for MLB.com. Jamal, thanks for joining us on this uh, Friday, October 20th, and uh, so much for an easy Friday and a and a uh, non-news weekend because that is out the window. Uh, the big news uh, breaking this morning uh, in our nation's capital is that Dusty Baker is not returning uh, to the dugout for the Nats in uh, 2018. And another bit of news involving uh, Daniel Murphy as uh, he underwent or is going to undergo uh, surgery on his right knee. So uh, a lot going on in uh, Nats land right now. Let's start with uh, Dusty Baker. Uh, Jamal, on the on the scale of shock, I guess, uh, from a scale of 1 to 10, where does this rank? Man, uh, you know, I, honestly, I might give this a 7 or 8. Wow. Uh, just as a, you know, just on one hand, obviously he had not had a contract uh, past this season, and, and you kind of always, when there's those kind of dicey things going on, um, it's kind of always in the back of your mind that there's still a realistic possibility that he would not be back. Um, but publicly, privately, uh, everywhere you kind of sliced it up, both sides were pretty confident this deal was going to be – they're going to be able to get a deal done and that Dusty would be the manager of the Nationals in 2018 uh, and, and going forward. I mean, uh, as recently as, as the workout days leading up to National League Division Series, uh, Mike Rizzo kind of reiterated that on the record publicly that – he believed that Dusty was going to come back. They were going to talk about a deal after the end of the season, uh, and and kind of negotiate and get to that. So the fact that you know the news kind of broke that all of a sudden now it's not going to happen um, was a, a bit of a shock. And I think that uh, just it, the, the way this kind of broke down and just the things that happened. Obviously, the Nationals um, planned on having their season go up longer than it did, um, but just for the way for the season to end, and then here we are, you know, about a week or so later. Uh, for Dusty to to kind of be out as manager, I think it's just kind of been a very surprising kind of turn of events uh, based on where they were earlier this month. Yeah, no question. As you said, it seemed like uh, people on both sides uh, were determined to get a deal done and to get Dusty back in the dugouts uh, for 2018. So I guess that kind of begs the question, did another uh, disappointing early playoff departure play a role in this? And if so, to what degree? Yeah, I think that is, it seems to be the leading cause for this. I mean, the Nationals obviously have been one of the most successful teams uh, throughout baseball for this, this last maybe six or seven-year stretch uh, especially. Um, and they, they've been to this point before where they get to the, the NLDS and then have lost. And I think that uh, after a second consecutive year of losing, Mike Rizzo kind of said it today during a conference call with some of the reporters that, you know, winning division titles and, and winning a lot of regular season games is, is, is not our necessarily our, our end goal anymore. Our expectations are higher. And I think that, that when you look at it, they, for whatever reason it might be, so that they could find another manager to get them over the hump. Um, they, they thought somebody else would be better equipped to do that. Um, it's, it's again, a bit of a, it's definitely a shock to give the success they've had. Uh, the Dusty pretty much has led them to their best two year stretch in franchise history, kind of 95 wins a couple years, uh, last year, 97 wins this uh, most recent year. Uh, you know, they've been right there in game five, both, both, uh, both years as well. And really that game five this year was so wild and so crazy and so many things could have turned, uh, you know, if, if somebody, if, if that, one Max Scherzer inning doesn't go that way. If you get another hit late in that game and Wade Davis tires out, I mean, there's just so many things that could have happened that, that just the result there could have been different, um, that it's, it's a little uh, you know shocking to think that that one ball that didn't drop the Nationals' way has kind of resulted at this point right now where their manager ends up being fired. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it truly is uh, stunning and shocking, and for all the reasons that you brought up where it's, you know, the, the, the nature of playoff baseball where it's it's one well-placed ball or one ball not so well-placed that can make the difference between whether a guy loses his job or gets signed to an extension. It's, I mean, that's just the crazy nature of a postseason baseball. I know that Dusty Baker has a, a pretty crazy playoff streak going where he's now lost yeah. 10 consecutive potential postseason uh, clinching games. And it just, I mean, maybe this is way out there, but is there is there maybe a, an argument to be made that Mike Rizzo just wanted to change the culture of that where, you, you know, you've got a guy leading your team that for whatever reason with multiple different clubs, he can't get it done when you're on the brink of advancing to the next round. I mean, again, is there an argument to be made there or is that something that – really doesn't play a role because of the fluky nature of the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, actually, Beck was actually asked essentially the same question <laughs> during the uh, conference call, so you're not too off base here. Uh, but I think that you know, Rizzo kind of just stuck by Dusty and, and defended it and said that he, he still believes Dusty's a very good manager, still believes he said this is one of the hardest decisions that he's had to make uh, since coming to, to Washington and becoming the general manager. Uh, I think that, that – I think, you know – Definitely some of the shortcomings with Dusty and some of the, the, the way the playoff bounces haven't gone his way. Um, I think when you just look at that big picture, then look at this team, who's also had those same kind of ills, um, that they felt that somebody else was going to be better equipped to, to, to get them over the hump. Um, and I don't know if that's a, a, a tactical decision that you're kind of willing to bet on if you get to another five- or seven-game series that you'd like somebody else to kind of be pushing the buttons to maybe get you there. Um, but, you know, Rizzo basically tr- stuck with Dusty and, and, and defended him in that sense and said that he still thinks that Dusty's a really good manager. Um, but just the fact that, that again, it, once again losing in that, in that second round and not being able to get over the hump, I think they just wanted a, a different voice. And for whatever reason specifically, he didn't really go into, but uh, they thought that there was that they, they believed they can find somebody else that will be better at pushing those buttons uh, to try to get him over that hump. Yeah, I mean it, it's a it's a crazy streak that uh, Dusty's been yeah. saddled with again with the like ten, 10 straight, straight games. Please. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. it's uh, unlike any other streak by a manager in a, in postseason history, losing ten consecutive games when you're on the brink of uh, clinching a playoff series, and that's just been a black cloud hanging over Dusty for for many years now. Un- unfortunately, uh, I, Jamal in the the day and age that we live in, whenever something like this happens, whenever there's news of this nature, you're bound to see players chime in on social media, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, what have you. Have you seen any of that, any reaction whatsoever from the Nats players about Dusty's dismissal? Not yet, not from uh, many of the prominent players at least yet. Um, you know, I mean, I'll say this, that after, after game five and it's kind of a tough situation to, 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 to be talking to those guys in that, in that moment, but, you know, to a man, I mean, the guys were – Still ready to defend Dusty, and they enjoy playing for Dusty Baker. Uh, he obviously gets the reputation of, of being a, a player manager, or being uh, you know very good at kind of handling a clubhouse. But those guys all liked him; they they enjoy playing under him, and they were uh, happy to, to 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 bring him back. Now they all kind of also qualified and said, "It's not my decision. I don't I don't make these calls." But um, you know they they like Dusty Baker, and they they enjoy playing for him. Um, so I think that the the, the kind of this, the shock of this probably is still probably wearing off a little bit. Uh, as we said, we're only a couple hours removed from it. But uh, as of now, I haven't, I haven't not seen anything uh, from social media on any of the players uh, being surprised or shocked or either way in this kind of decision. Um, but, you know, after that game five and even throughout the season, the last two years, these guys have raved about how they have loved uh, playing for Dusty Baker.
Yeah, I'm sure a lot of disappointment uh, within that uh, clubhouse and that roster right now. So, of course, uh, the, the next step here, the next question is obviously who's next. Uh, you look at the yeah. the recent history of the managerial position with the Nats, and I mean, at one time you had uh, Davey Johnson, a guy you know with so many years in the game, uh, a former world champion with the Mets. Then they go to Matt Williams, a guy with no managerial experience, and you know he lasts a couple years. Then they go back to the the kind of Davey Johnson mold with Dusty Baker, a guy that has again a ton of experience, not a world title, but plenty of uh, postseason experience. So I I guess it's it's going to be fascinating to see which direction they go now. Do they go the Johnson Baker mold, the Matt Williams mold, or maybe <laughs> something in between? Somewhere what in do between, you think? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's also, uh, you know, what I'm pretty interested to see exactly what, you know, what, what, what's going to happen here because yeah, this decision they said they made late Thursday night informed Baker of it on Friday morning. Uh, so essentially, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think that at least, you know, as of now that when they made the the move that they have necessarily a guy. I'm sure they have some targets, some preliminary names that you kind of see come out here over the weekend and as they, we move forward. Um, but I, I don't think that they necessarily have a guy had as their next manager in mind um now mike rizzo kind of said again that he tried to open up the, the the candidates here and try to do their due diligence on everybody so i think they're going to take a look at, at guys who've been there and, and veteran uh proven experiences managers and some of the guys who, the names you've heard uh that have been you know offered in other jobs i think you're also going to see some of the guys who will be new managers and, and would be kind of taking their first crack at the job and it's a tough thing because the team was obviously it's going to be one of the most attractive jobs if not the most attractive job probably in the uh, in the in the business because it's just the roster you're going to inherit and a team that's going to be ready to not only win another division but potentially be contend for the World Series next year. Um, and do you hand that over to a guy who who is a, a, a rookie or doesn't have much experience, kind of manning those kind of personalities and manning that kind of team, uh, or do do you go the other way and do you go for again another veteran uh, manager who again might not be around for terribly long term when you've had so much kind of instability? That's one of the, the weird things. When you look at what the Nationals have had the success over the last, you know, really just their, their franchise since they kind of turned this thing around in, in the past six seasons. Um, but in the last 10 years, I believe now, this will be their sixth different manager. And it's just mm-hmm. been a, a kind of a, a, you know, crazy kind of turnover that we've seen so much here in this, uh, this, this short time with the Nats here. And, and you think eventually they'd like to kind of get one guy in here and have one message you know, be there for a while. But I think at this time, too, you have to capitalize on what you have and try to go forward with the manager who can win in 2018. Yeah, it's going to be fascinating to see which direction uh, Mike Rizzo goes in uh, the next hire for the Nationals. And a great point by you that for a team that's been so successful, a ton of turnover at that managerial position, uh, something you just don't see with a team of the uh, Nationals caliber. And we'll see, like you said, if they finally uh, get a guy who will stick uh, for more than just a couple seasons. uh, Time will tell. In the few minutes we have left, Jamal, of course, the other bit of news, uh, Daniel Murphy, right knee surgery, did this come out of nowhere, like the dusty news, or was this something that uh, maybe was was in the works, given some health woes? Yeah, I, I would probably give this a little bit less on the surprise scale. A little, still out of nowhere. I mean, Daniel has or Murphy, none of these guys had ever indicated that he was injured, that he was uh, being hindered by anything. Um, but just looking at him and watching him every day, for me, the guy who really over the last you know two seasons or so has kind of transformed into one of the best hitters in baseball. Um, the, 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 the drive wasn't there, the drive on the baseball I'm talking about. Uh, he just didn't seem to have the same sort of power. Um, now, you look at just some of his numbers, and, and it really August was the month that he really struggled into 785 OPS in August, which is by far his worst month here over the last couple of years. 
But, you know, the thing with Murphy is that, you know, he was out there, he was playing every day. They would still give him semi-regular breaks to kind of keep him fresh and those things, uh, which was something they did with a lot of their players, especially some of the older guys like Ryan Zimmerman or, or Jason Worth or some of those guys. But um, just watching with the naked eye, you always kind of felt like something was kind of bothering Murphy, that he wasn't 100% right. Uh, so I don't want to say I'm, I'm totally, I didn't think I would think it would be necessarily knee surgery or know exactly what it was or even know when this play particularly happened that he that kind of caused the injury. Um, but just over the last two months or so, pretty much after the All-Star break, there was always something with Murphy that looked a little bit off. Uh, so with that, I'm not totally surprised at this. Uh, but still, not a not a small development to know that your second baseman has got a knee had had to have surgery today. Uh, he said it was successful, even though they haven't really given us a, a time frame of exactly you know what his recovery period will look like. Yeah, a a very busy day in the land of the curly W. Uh, that's for sure with the Daniel Murphy surgery and the dismissal of Dusty Baker. Who will the new skipper be in 2018? Uh, Time will tell, and uh, Jamal, when we get that bit of news, we'll get you back on the horn for sure. Jamal Collier, uh, a pleasure as always. We'll do it again soon. In the meantime, Matt Wehmeyer signing off for MLB.com Extras, Washington Nationals.